that Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with yeah. Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing tonight? I hope everybody's doing swell, fabulous, fantastic. All right. I hope you're doing good. Let's get into it. This is um a jail terrorist illicit acts with prison guard leads to ban on females on female workers at the prison. In Israel, all right, jail terrorists illicit acts with prison guards, females, all right. So, an Israel prison system is under scrutiny after local media reported a female prison guard had a sexual relationship with a convicted terrorist. But her lawyer says his client is the victim and faced assault by the prisoner. The convicted terrorist threatened to hurt her and her family and to ruin her life, the guard's lawyer, Yahir Achiyan, told news sources on Sunday. The lawyer added that the inmate allegedly assaulted the woman, but they did not have sex. The Times of the news sources identified the prisoner in the reported scandal as Maison Al-Qaeda, a 43-year-old convicted terrorist who was involved in the 2002 attack that left three Israelis uh, Israelis, I forgot how you're supposed to say it, Israelites dead in a Tel Aviv, all right? A 43-year-old Mazan Al-Qaeda convicted terrorist who was involved in a 2002 attack that left three Israelites dead in Tel Aviv. The prisoner allegedly had a cell phone he used to talk with the female guard and sent photos, according to news sources, which reported that other female guards may have also been involved with this particular prisoner. Local media reported Friday that female soldiers could no longer serve in the prison system, with officials citing an investigation into an alleged relationship between a female guard and an inmate. Initial media reports state a female guard had a consensual relationship with the terrorists. Okay, so Israel Defense Forces sources said the guard in question was a conscript serving at a prison, not an Israelized soldier. According to news sources, uh, the, Jeros the Jerusalem Post, I'm sorry. Uh, Israel requires all citizens except those granted exemptions to work in various service for the nation's defense force. Women ages from 18 to 26 years old are required to serve for 24 months, and men aged between 18 to 29 years old are required to serve for 32 months. National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Javir's office said female, female Prison guards will be removed from security wings of prison within roughly 10 days. We're talking about a systematic and ongoing event that can't be suffered anymore, Mr. Ben Gavir said Friday. Exploitation of a female prison guard by terrorists and illicit connections is not a situation that would be possible on my watch, Mr. Um, ben Gavir stated. A police investigation into the claims was launched, a 
according to the Jerusalem Post, but details remain unclear as the matter is under a gag order. Local media report last week that the guard and others will be questioned, and there's speculation that other female guards had relationships with inmates. Atiyan slammed the gag order as putting us in an impossible situation. They issue a sweeping gag order on details of the investigation, but simultaneously made repeated leaks to the media that are mostly false, he stated. The lawyer, according to the news sources of Israel, adding that as more information comes out, the public will know that the prison guard is the victim in this case. The Israel Prison Service faced a separate scandal last year when senior officers of Gilboa Prison were accused of pimping out conscripts to prisoners. All right, so those are the craziness that's going in Israel and the Israel prison system. All right, because a terrorist, a known terrorist, was having consensual, was allegedly having consensual. Or, or a sexual relationship with a prison guard, a female prison guard. So I was looking through that one, and I was like, it, I don't know. I was curious. So I wanted to see what was going on. Israel prison system is under scrutiny after local media reported a female prison guard having a sexual relationship with a convicted terrorist, but her lawyer says, his client is the victim and face assault by the prisoner, which kind of makes sense in a way. The convicted terrorist threatened to hurt her and her family and to ruin her life. The guard's lawyer, Yair Alchion, told news sources on Sunday. The lawyer added that the inmate allegedly assaulted the woman, but they did not have sex. The news sources from Israel identified the prisoner in the reported scandal as Mezain Al-Qaeda, or Al-Qaeda, I don't know how you say his name, his last name, but it sounds like an Al-Qaeda, Mazan Al-Qaeda, he's 43 years old, a convicted terrorist who was involved in the 2002 attack that left three Israelites dead in Tel Aviv. The prisoner allegedly had a cell phone he used to talk with the female guard and sent photos to it according to the news sources, which reported that other female guards may have also been involved with the prison. Local media reported Friday that female soldiers could no longer serve in the prison system, with officials citing an investigation into an alleged relationship between a female guard and an inmate. Initial media reports stated a female guard had a consensual relationship with the terrorists. Israel Defense Forces sources said that the guard in question was a conscript serving at a prison, not an Israelite soldier, according to the Jerusalem Post. Israel requires all citizens, except those granted exemptions, to work in various services for the nation's defense force system. Women ages from 18 to 26 were required to serve for 24 months, and men men ages between 18 and men from Ages between 18 and 29 years old are required to serve for 32 months. Nation Security Minister Itamar Ben-Javir's office said female prison guards will be removed from security wings of prisons within roughly 10 days. 
We're talking about a systematic and ongoing event that can be can't be suffered anymore. Mr. Ben Gavir stated on Friday, exploitation of a female prison guards by terrorists and illicit connections is not a situation that will be possible on my watch. You see what I'm saying? I have to skim through it one more time. I kind of read it slow in the beginning. I know what was going on. I was just like seeing if there's other intricate details that I have not paid attention to. You get what I'm saying? So I was just have to run through it again sometimes. A police investigation into the claims was launched according to the Jerusalem Post, but details remain unclear as the matter is uh, is under a gag order. Local media reported last week that the guard and others will be in question, and there's speculation that other female guards had relationship with inmates. Archion slammed the gag order, the lawyer for the um lady. Uh he said he ain't like the it's, it, it puts you in a difficult situation. All right, so the issue they issued a sweeping gag order on details of the investigation, but simultaneously make repeated leaks to the media that are mostly false. The lawyer said, Mr. Archion, according to the Times of Israel, adding that as more information comes out, the public will know that the prison guard is the victim here. Yeah, it's an interesting story. I don't know. But that happens all the time, don't it? But he's, but that, um, I guess he's like the top dog for that security, um, the nation's uh, military force. Because, you know, they got a different infrastructure than American infrastructure, obviously. All right. But anyway, on to the next one. What else is going on around the world? You know, I do the whole world. Not just America. Sometimes I'll do mostly America. But sometimes you got to look at the world sometimes. All right, let's keep it moving. What's next? All right. All right. Judge to decide if a lawsuit against the South Fulton City police officer can proceed. All right. A judge to decide if a lawsuit against a South Fulton police officer can proceed. Fulton County, Georgia, a Fulton County Superior Court judge will decide if a community activist can move forward with his suit against the city of South Fulton and on one of their former offices. News sources reported this encounter back in January 2021 when community activist Marcus Coleman drove up on a bad accident. What happened next is now the subject of the suit against the officer. The community activist claimed in the lawsuit he was assaulted and, su and suffered emotionally harm, emotionally distress. This video shows what happened when Coleman got out of his car and asked then South Fulton Police Officer Solomon Muhammad why no one was directing the traffic at a bad accident on Roosevelt Highway and Ricky Hill Road. The two had words and video appears to show the officer trying to slap Coleman's cell phone from his hands. Coleman filed suit in federal and superior court claiming he was assaulted, wrongfully detained, and suffered emotionally distressed. Solomon was suspended for three days for violating department policy. Attorneys for the South Fulton argued Tuesday in Fulton County Court, a federal judge had already ruled Coleman was legally detained. All right. 
they are asking Judge Jane Barwick to follow the federal judge's opinion. We believe that Mr. Coleman cannot argue that he was wrongfully detained. He cannot argue that he was a victim of assault and battery because if he had been the victim of assault and battery, it would have qualified for excessive force. The district court determined that the amount of force you used was reasonable. Attorney Alex Joseph, who represents the city firm. However, attorneys for the community Activists say that the officer went too far with his actions. Even worse, they say the officers should have never detained Mr. Coleman for 20 minutes in his police cruiser. The incident was an overstep of bounds by the officer. I am not going to try to relitigate the facts of the matter, but I do believe a jury should determine whether it was an intentional infliction of emotional distress. It was definitely assault and battery. It's clearly shown on the video, Coleman's attorney, Theodore Salazar, said in court. All right. So the Fulton County Superior Court Judge Jane Barrick says she will rule on this much-talked-about case in the oncoming days. All right. So that's in Fulton County. So uh, the video shows, like, let me see, like... I don't know. I guess it it looked like it was uh they had exchange of words. That's what it looked like. And then the police officer got agitated and the activist is looking like he's just trying to be an activist and then he's like overwhelming or he's being overzealous a little bit. What else? The activist looked like he's exaggerating that's what it looks like so what else is next uh i'm watching the game too philadelphia and miami the uh, miami marlins and philadelphia that philadelphia is beating on the baseball and uh, mlb on the wild card for the um world series you got the um i'm going for my team is really the uh, the New York Mets, and I do fuck with the goddamn, how you call it, with the Astros. But I'm going to go for the Blue Jays, the Toronto Blue Jays. That's who I'm putting my money on. But I don't know, man. They, they look, they're looking like they let me down a little bit. But I'm going to watch these games, too. All right, but what's next on the news? Let's see what's going on in this debauchery of world news that we have, especially in America. That one was, that one, the last one that I gave you, that was in Southern Fulton County, South Fulton County, over there in Atlanta, Georgia. We're gonna see what else is, what else is out there. All right, next. All right, video footage shows a fight that broke out between fans during the rivalry Chargers Raiders game at the SoFi Stadium over there in Inglewood, California. Cell phone video captured a brewing storm in the stands of Inglewood's SoFi Stadium on Sunday when a fight erupted between two fans during the Los Angeles Chargers showdown against the Las Vegas Raiders. The video was taken by Ricardo Vargas and posted on X, formerly known as Twitter. 
Okay, during the rivalry game, the initial moments of the video captured a Chargers fan wearing a Justin Herbert jersey engaging into a heated argument with a Raiders fan donning a Howie Long jersey. The situation quickly escalated when the fan supported Herbert appeared to shove and subsequently punched the Raiders fan, causing him to tumble to the ground on the concrete steps. The spectacle drew the attention of the other fans in the upper level section, prompting them to rise from their seats and observe the off the field action. The Raiders fan was able to get back up, but it wasn't for long. In the video, the Chargers fan is seen shoving the Raiders fan once again. He was unable to keep his balance and fell on the steps for the second time. Other members of the Raider Nation then stepped in and the Chargers fan returned to his seat. It's unknown if the Raiders fan sought medical treatment or if the stadium security team got involved at any point. But the Godargon Chargers won that particular game from 24 to 17. All right. The Las Vegas is not looking too good out there. All right. Now the fans are is making fun of the goddamn Raider fans. It's not looking too good. Maybe. The Raiders need to pack up and move back to Oakland, the original Oakland Raiders. And maybe things might turn around. I'm just talking shit. Don't get mad at me. I'm just fucking around. All right. All right. Next news. All right. Another one. All right. Orange County Manny found guilty of molesting 17 boys. Los Angeles, a 34-year-old child care service provider was found guilty on Tuesday of molesting 16 boys ages 2 to 14 years old and showing another victim child pornography. Oh, my God. Excuse me. Matthew Antonio Zakazuzki. Zakazuski. That's his name. Antonio Zakazuski. Zakazuski. I'm trying to say his last name right. Matthew Antonio Zakazuski was convicted by the Orange County Superior Court jury of 34 felony sex charges related to 17 victims and crimes that prosecutes prosecutors say took place from 2014 through 2019. He faces a maximum of 690 years to life in prison when he's sentenced on November 17th, 690 years. That's like far-fetched, ain't it? The entire book is in the defendant's hard drive. Deputy District Attorney Julia Oliver stated during her closing argument of the trial on Monday, referencing a pedophilia book on Zakazuski computer. And it, and it, there's a chapter titled Hunting Season. When the defendant reached out to one of the victims saying, let me be his occasional babysitter. He was hunting the boy. He was hunting every family in this case. He wasn't just reading the book. He could have written that book. Oliver argued that Zakazuski videotaped much of the evidence against him. In one of the videos, a victim was seen lying on him nude as Zakazuski caressed him to normalize the molestation. Attorney Oliver argued. Zakazuski is seen in another video touching himself with a boy on his lap. The prosecutor argued when he finished, the defendant allegedly said thank you. 
uh, attorney Oliver said, adding, there are no words. With one of the boys, he played a game the defendant called rocket ship with the victim on his lap and declared it feels like we're having sex, Oliver argued. Attorney Oliver argued, all right? Miss Oliver also added that the parents didn't even know each other and neither did the children. Oliver called Zakazuski a mastermind, grooming the parents to believe he was the perfect fit to protect each of the children. Zakazuski touted his work with children with behavioral disabilities and advertised that he had years of experience, was CPR trained and had background checks. Miss Oliver said. Jennifer Ryan of the Orange County Public Defender's Office argued that while her client is charged with showing pornography to some of the victims, photos depicting nudity and sex acts are not necessarily harmful matter as charged. That's the defendant uh, attorney, Jennifer Ryan, who's representing Zakazuski. Each charge has separate laws, separate guys, she cautioned the jurors. She rebutted on charge. She rebutted one of the charges of her client directing directing the dog to lick the private parts of one of the victims, saying there was no evidence of Zakazuski directing the canine to perform such acts. Cameras are running all the time, she said, but they want you to believe something that was not depicted happened. That is not in evidence. Ryan, Miss Ryan also argued that some of the evidence in the trial showed two kids running around in their underwear. That's not a harmful material, she argued. All right, sometimes kids run around without their clothes. There's nothing wrong with a little boy running around in shorts. That's not against the law. Ryan also argued that one of the videos simulated an oral sex act. Simulating. Ms. Oliver responded, that's absolutely outrageous and it's an insult to your intelligence. It was on video. That's what the prosecutor lady said, Miss Oliver. She was like, what the fuck? The mother of the child also testified about what her son told her about the incident. Oliver added, any contact, however slight or small, is, su is sufficient for a conviction. Oliver argued. It was getting heated in the court, y'all. As for the videos in the case, Oliver said there was there was such a staggering volume of them, investigators never even went through all of them, all right? There was no suggestion by me or anyone else that cameras were running all the time, Oliver said. Do not let the, she was like, do not let the defendant's arguments fool you. He deserves nothing short of 34 verdicts of guilt, all right? Kind of some nasty allegations toward this guy. Uh, Zachary, what is Zachary Zuziski, or Taniel Matthew and Taniel Zuziski. Serious fucking allegations and very nasty ones. And ugh, like, nigga, what the fuck you on, bro? Nah, bro, like, ugh, man, damn. And then, look, it's not like I'm picking and choosing these fucking stories, bro. Look, I'm going to tell you, keep it G with you. I've been doing this for a while. And I avoid these stories. I do most of the stories that I talk, I put on record. It's like stories of somebody getting robbed or a dog going on uh, domestic violence or 
something crazy, an active shooter at a at a public event. I definitely be doing those, and I do a, a good amount of politics, and I do sports here and there. But these goddamn pedophile stories right here, I avoid them at every cost. I don't like talking about that shit. The shit disgusts me. It confuses me. I don't know what people, like grown adults be thinking about and shit like that. I'm starting to see that there's a group of people that like to mess around with children. I'm starting to really see that. There's like a whole group of people that really be doing that shit. Because the reason I say that is because I, like I just told you just a minute ago, I avoid these stories because I don't like it. They disgust me. And then this story was right here. Man, I went through different um, websites, probably about 15 different websites before I even got to this goddamn story. But guess what? This guy that happened in Orange County, this is in Los Angeles, it was all over the other news. It was I seen it everywhere. So I'm like, I guess this is a big story. Fuck it. So I was like, let me read it. And I was like, ugh, from the beginning, that shit fucked my head up. But with the um, defense attorney for um, Zakazuski, the defense attorney, she kind of made some couple of valid points and stuff like that. So the way that the um, prosecutor office, they painted a picture to make the jurors look at him a certain way. And that's what all prosecutors and all defense lawyers, all attorneys do that. All of them. They're going to try to make paint a narrative to make it look like this person was doing this, that, and such. You see what I'm saying? But he faces what he faces. They said 690 years if he get convicted. I think he's about to get convicted because there's so much evidence to, uh, against him that it looks like he's going to get convicted. And like I said, this shit is disgusting. When I read this story, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? Like, I really believe this is hell. I'm like, man, heaven and earth, nigga, it's heaven and hell, nigga. And that's where we at. We are there for real. I'm the only piece of light, and there's many pieces of light like me all over scattered through the whole globe and stuff. I'm just one of the pieces of light. And I'm just trying to show you some light, ladies and gentlemen, because this right here is fucking disgusting, all right? This right here is appalling, and this should tell you something where make sure you keep your eyes on your responsibilities like your children and stuff, you know? I take, I take care of my responsibilities, I don't really trust people like that. I trust people that I have a long-term relationship. And not everybody's bad. I learned that. Not everybody's bad. But we are in a world where it is good versus bad. We do live in this type of world. So you got to be vigilant, all right? And then, like I said, I noticed that there's a group of people that's into playing around with children. There is a group of, there's a society of people that do that. I'm starting to realize that. As so many of these stories, I see so many of these stories, just like this Zakazuski character. I seen so many of these stories. And I told you, I probably went through 15 different sites. I went through probably 15 different sites. But the same story of this character right here in Orange County, uh, Zakazuski, Antonio Zakazuski. It was all over the place. 
So I got irritated. I said, fuck it. Let me see what the hell is going on in this goddamn Zakazuski character. What the hell going on? He got fucking pornographic. He got a full hard drive of pornographic videos of fucking little boys and shit. He got a little boy sitting on his lap. I don't even want to talk about that shit. I can't even go on and fathom the thought. I don't even want to say it because that shit is nasty to me. But this America, I don't know. But I can't even blame it on America no more. This is the world. And this is the disgusting shit that's floating around the world and stuff like that. You see what I'm saying? Hey, I don't know. Like, they said heaven and earth. I don't know, man. Heaven and earth. Earth is hell. That's how I see it. I don't see anything worse than this. All right? But I'm going to cut this apple pie short and sweet. I'm going to hit you up with another segment. I was supposed to hit you one, hit you one, with one this morning. Uh, oh, yeah, I was super busy. That's right. Yeah. But I got you one right now. Uh, I don't know if I can hit you one up. Uh, hit you with another one later on maybe I hope so if I could do that uh, I might it's been raining too and I, I didn't even get to finish watch my baseball game because I was trying to finish this um, episode out but I'm going to holler at you later you already know what to do uh, you just follow me on Instagram. You just type in the search engine box. Benji, that's B, that is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. That's the same name that you can use to follow me on Twitter. I mean, not Twitter. I don't know why I'm all over the place with my mom. That, I meant to say TikTok. On TikTok, you can follow me as well. You just got to type in the search engine box. Benji, that is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. Box Benji, you know, be as in Bob, nigga. All right, so just follow me. I'm gonna holler at you people later with another segment of debauchery news. All right, hopefully, it's not as disgusting as the last news that I hit you off with. So, I'm gonna holler at you people later. Y'all be easy, be diligent, and you know, keep your eyes paying attention to your surroundings. You hear me? Peace. It's the Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the Bodega. 